Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Welcome back, all of our baby boomer buddies. Welcome to your podcast, Another Day Above Ground, where we talk about everything that relates to us, the boomer, because quite honestly, who else is going to cater to us? Nobody would be the right answer. It's not the government. It's not our kids. It's us. We're going to take care of each other. And when I say we, I'm referring, of course, to my two partners on this podcast. First of all, from the great state of Indiana, please welcome the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, Walmart has just announced that they're going to set up EV charging stations at all their stores and Sam's Club. But uh, in typical Walmart fashion, you're going to have to turn that crank all by yourself. <laughs> Speaking of EV vehicles, did you read this week where a guy in a Tesla, apparently it's got a big battery that runs the car, but a 12-volt battery that runs all the stuff in the car. That battery died. He was locked in his car in 100-degree weather. He could wow. not get out of his car. Wow. He finally had to call his wife who found some app somewhere and was able to come out and get him out of the car. Wow. But, yeah. So that's a well, maybe he said you. maybe he said something nasty about Elon on on Twitter. He since challenged him to a cage match, so you know that'll be uh, that'll be good. And it'll happen in the car. <laughs> it'll happen in the car in a hundred degree weather. Yes. And of course, that suggestion comes from the distaff third of our podcast uh, from Denver, Colorado, the lovely Carolyn Strauss. Well, hi everybody. So I have a question for you. If you were at a very fancy, high-end, evening gown kind of party, and it was outside in a very beautiful, wealthy person's backyard, and it started pouring down rain, what do you do? Well, the first thing, if I was at a fancy party, I'd wonder, how the hell did I get here? I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't have been invited. This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get here? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'd go inside. They didn't have a tent set up or anything? They did have a tent set up. Oh, but well, the tent, but... of course, had no air conditioning in it. Oh. Um, and there were some, you know, tents over the... Well, there was tents over the um, sponsored Tito's Vodka, which they mixed with Country Time Pink Lemonade for pink drinks, I think, following back in on our Barbie theme. Oh, Tim, you're making that face. Tito's and pink lemonade is really yummy. I like it with just regular lemonade, but yeah, okay. But, yeah, but if you the it, pink is good. If you use an expensive vodka, would well, you, yeah, wouldn't yeah, you squeeze exactly. real lemons? Yeah, no, you can you, you can not, not if you're gonna mix it, you can use any cheap vodka. Tito's is exactly. my martini vodka. I don't want anything mixed with it. Yeah. Tito's is my mule vodka. Yeah. I like a Moscow mule very much, and um, that's my favorite vodka to put in a mule. Yeah, well, you know, the, the, then again, you're using ginger beer with real ginger and mint, for, uh, fresh mint. You know, you're mm-hmm. using fresh ingredients. You're not using mule mix, which, <laughs> 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 which if you get it the wrong, if you get it the wrong store, is somewhat like hamburger hamburger helper. <laughs> yeah, it's a bag full of oats. <laughs> Have you ever put vodka in hamburger helper? I mean, there's an idea, right? How to make hamburger help, helper taste like something. Wow, yeah, cocktail helper. There you go. Mm, now, that's not the worst idea. <laughs> well, there's actually there's actually a drink. There's actually a drink from the old days called the, the bull shot. 
Yes. Are you familiar? Yes, yes, yes. It's, uh, it's it was, a, yeah, it was a bullion. Vodka, vodka in a bullion cube. Yeah. Called the bullshit. Yeah, I remember that. Ah, oh, well. A completely different direction in my brain with that. <laughs> oh, sure. That really scared me. Oh, yeah. You think you think slippery nipples and blowjobs were the first innuendo <laughs> drinks? I hate to tell you. I thought sex on the beach came first. Hard cider. Come on. They're all out there. You know? <laughs> oh, well, anyhow. Well, actually, the Har- gonna... Harvey Wallbanger, now that you, th- now that you think about it. That, that was, was also, big when was I was also in an college, innuendo was drink. The... And yeah, I have no idea Harvey what's in a Harvey Wallbanger. Galliano. Galliano, orange juice, some sort of liqueur, liquor. I, I, wow. I did probably, but it would, Galliano was the big, uh, big addition at that time. Wow. We should start a book, Cocktails for Baby Boomers, the drinks your parents enjoyed that you weren't allowed to taste. Very good. I've always wondered what a grasshopper and a Rob Roy tasted like. So that'd be. Good. I know grasshoppers. I do know grasshoppers. That was a uh, uh, big, uh, big thing in Wisconsin. Grasshoppers still. Isn't it like mint? Isn't it like cream de menthe or something? Isn't that in a grasshopper? Because it's green. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's like cream de menthe and cream or something like that. Oh, hmm. that sounds good. All right, we'll work on that. Please, all of us, send in the uh, cocktails that your parents drank, and uh, we're going to share the recipes, whatever you think. Well, as you know by now, as our uh, as as being one of our listeners, that we are the podcast for baby boomers. And in case you weren't aware, we were recently nominated for a People's Choice Award for podcast, which is very cool. So you might think, oh, are you the only podcast for baby boomers? To which the correct answer is no. There's other ones out there, and we found a fellow baby boomer who has his own podcast aimed toward baby boomers. Please welcome our guest today, Marty Young. Marty, welcome to another day above ground. Hey, thanks. This is a treat. I, I've been following you guys for a while now once I discovered y'all, and uh, this has been uh, I reached out uh, just in an email to you generally, and Dale, you got back to me, and I thank you for that. I've been at this podcast effort for about a year myself. I'm a septuagenarian curmudgeon myself, and uh, I've been retired for a little over a year, and this is what gets me to the back of the house and out of the hair of my wife. And First so- of all, a septuagenarian curmudgeon is a redundant term. When we get to that age, we're all curmudgeons. All right. <laughs> I'm going to use the word contrarian if that's all right then. I don't care what religion okay. you are, really. Don't make any difference <laughs> to me. Anyhow, Marty, tell us about your podcast. It's called the Primrose Chronicles. Is that a streak that you live on or used yeah. to live on? It's, yes. Uh, Primrose Chronicles, it started as a thought in my head as I have for like 50 years. I was involved in ministry and children's ministries and the like, and I would find myself telling stories to try and kind of earthly stories with heavenly meanings. And uh, in the process, I was always going back to my neighborhood, which was Primrose Avenue between 44th and 46th Street in Northeast Indianapolis. And uh, we lived there, moved there in 1955. I'm one of five kids. And we, somebody in the house was always a young all the way up until my mom passed away in the early 2000s. And uh, so in that primrose situation we had a between 44th and 45th street we had over 100 kids in that short block 
and they were of all ages and all all nationalities and whatever. And we played. But I'm together. guessing we, I'm guessing they're all Catholics. No, as a matter of fact, they were not. The largest uh, was from a uh, a non denominational church. Yeah, but huh. Saint Joan of Arc had a very strong presence in the, as a school and church in that in that as well. Uh, three homes, our house and the two homes next to us. Uh, each had five kids in them, so there were fifteen right there in the three. She Didn't was... Joan, Joan of Arc do the naked run, riding thing through? No, no that light? was Lady no. Godiva. Joan oh. of Arc is <laughs> Noah's <laughs> wife. Yeah. Yeah. Joan of Arc is Noah's wife. That's well known. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. She was the second one on. So, but so anyway, what do you talk about on your podcast then. I talk about my life growing up, and uh, from second grade up through twelfth grade. And it's uh, a combination of characters and events and uh, special activities and not so special activities. And uh, it's someone, one of my listeners called it the Seinfeld podcast because it's really about nothing. And it's not chronological, even though it's the Chronicles, it bounces all over the place, whatever spews out of my mouth for a, on a given on a given time i script everything but uh it can go from second grade to 12th grade back to fourth grade in three weeks of broadcasting sounds a okay, lot like well, sounds it sounds a lot like it might be reminiscent of gene shepherd that's what uh, that's yeah well what exactly uh, of the ones that i relate to it's gene shepherd in uh his uh of course christmas story and then of course the book behind it also garrison keeler uh, also, um, I, I grew up loving Paul Harvey, but, uh, really kind of got the idea of this storytelling about nothing, uh, in the seventies when I was listening to, uh, Garrison Keillor, Prairie Home Companion on Sunday afternoons. And so, yeah, you, you hit that right on the head and, uh, that's kind of where it's been. Also, uh, the voiceovers in places like the Waltons, um, Earl Hamner, mm -hmm. and also, um, uh, Sandlot and the adult voice of that. And those, and that's kind of what I, what I do just don't go into a video. I just keep talking and try and describe it. Now you told me that one of your, uh, I think it was one of your daughters encouraged you to write down all these stories and, and you've considered yourself not a big writer. So instead you started the podcast. What's your favorite story to tell? Wow. Um, it, I, the first one that was ever that actually went into print and a short story as part of an anthology of a bunch of other uh, other stories is one that's entitled in the podcast series, uh, Let's Go Find Randy. And it's uh, about uh, our our cruising, a bunch of three of our guys, three of the guys, including myself, cruising and uh northeast indianapolis at age 16 and we made the mistake of driving down the a and w root beer uh stand where all the car clubbers hung out and we pulled out uh, just to have said we made the, the round we were in a 1954 mercury station wagon and uh <laughs> just the typical cruise car you know and uh pulling out beside us was the king of the cruise clubs and guy by the name of randy jackson not to be confused with the uh with the one on tv but anyway randy and his brother uh Stu, who pulled up next to us at this traffic light we didn't know he was there the guy that was driving was an idiot and did not know he was there and wanted to show us how his 
mom's station wagon could really rev the motor. So he picked, put it into neutral and then the light turned green. He dropped it down into drive while the transmission was still gearing up and he peeled away from the traffic light and a quarter mile later he had defeated the king of the car clubbers and that did not sit well and as a result it led to a chase not really a chase a slow oj simpson type chase <laughs> up the north side of indianapolis to uh uh basically follow randy who at the first traffic light, his brother leaned out the window and said, and I, I he honestly said this, follow us and we'll rumble. Oh, wow. And, man. Wow, yeah. an invitation yeah. to rumble, so, just like West so Side we, Story. It, 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 so that, that's my, that has the most posts, except for the first one, the first one in the series, which basically lays the landscape for it. But uh, it's rivaled by tributes to my mom and dad, uh, story about how i sat on the stage of the Beatles show in indianapolis state fair um how the day that the youth minister was shot in uh, sunday school uh those are ones that have some of the largest uh followings but uh there there's 50 some of them right now and they are all over the place uh, i mean i talk about raising animals including praying mantises uh, growing up and uh yeah there's a, uh, there's a lot of money in that learning cable <laughs> well it takes a lot of them but served properly it's a delicacy so wow. <laughs> everything <laughs> is <laughs> but when you're done with it then you eat your spouse and that's never good anyhow yeah if you find uh, a praying mantis ahead, without dude, his head it. you know he got lucky last night <laughs> <laughs> Or somebody yeah. I've dated, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> you know, the irony, though, the irony is uh, if you go to a car club now with a 55 Lincoln station wagon, you'll probably win best in show. We didn't that night. <laughs> and when the guy invited said, come on, we're going to rumble, I would have answered, no, thank you. I just got a new muffler. It doesn't rumble at all anymore. <laughs> well, our instructions was to look forward and pay no attention. But as I said, yeah. the driver that night, his name was Steve, and he was an idiot, and he turned around and looked, and that's what led to it. The end of the story, though, is really kind of the the twist because we had a ended up getting a knight in shining armor who went back out with us to uh, to look for Randy, and that knight in shining armor was my father with a fourteen inch pipe wrench. <laughs> And, fix uh, that rumble. But yeah, he was. He, <laughs> oh, yeah. He, that was his phrase. Let's go find Randy. <laughs> and, uh, All right. So All that right. that resonated with my buddies for a long time, and it's one of the first stories I've probably told my kids. And you don't even need a license in Indiana to carry a concealed pipe wrench. It's no, really no. it's open carry. Yeah, no, well, a I license think, in Indiana to carry anything actually, <laughs> except pot. I don't think you can carry pot. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's an interesting part. And in those days, it was it was a little different because there were a lot of blue laws and whatever, so that affected your. Oh, your they Sunday. just allowed they just allowed alcohol purchases on Sunday about two years ago. You couldn't you could not purchase long, really. Yeah, you no, could not purchase know. beer in in in. Indiana, well, maybe about five years, but time yeah. moves fast. Yeah, I knew they they would uh, turn the lights off in the in the cooler and put and stack the produce or whatever that needed to be 
put out for the next day so you couldn't get into it if you wanted to. So. Yep. Yep. Now you can buy beer at eight o'clock so you can get it to pick it up on the way to church. <laughs> the old days we couldn't buy liquor. We couldn't buy beer. We couldn't buy pot. Now we can get everything even on yeah. a Sunday. It's except a beautiful an abortion, world. Dale. I'm sorry. A, what you... Except an abortion, but that's a whole different podcast. Oh, I'm still pissed. I'm sorry. Car- yeah. I'm still mad. Carolyn's our token uh, liberal woman. And um, she wants she, abortions, she... even though she doesn't need them anymore. <laughs> they're not for me. I <laughs> try. No, they're never care. for the woman. They're they're for the guys. Are you kidding? <laughs> and I do not have a single podcast about that. Well, well you there should. you go. You're welcome for us giving you to next week's. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I'll just write that down and give you all the credit in the world. <laughs> just me. Keep the boys out of it. Just me. <laughs> Now, did you go to public school, Marty? Did you go to parochial I school? I did. I went to public school, um, school 91 from second grade up through eighth grade. And uh, I have enough of a memory and enough of a uh, – and enough people are dead to that they can't, they can't tell me I'm a liar or tell anybody I'm a liar that uh, I have stories about most of my teachers from second grade up through 12th grade. And then again – I went to the high school on the northeast side, a public high school, Broderville High School. And so a lot of the teachers there I get to tell stories about. Um, and so it was, you know, claim to fame, different things. I mentioned sitting on the sitting on the steps of the Beatles concert because I was working security. And uh, then also I went to high school with David Letterman, graduated with David Letterman. And uh, so there was different different things that looking back, I it it. There more happened in my life than I realized it as I was going through it. Did you, so you actually you actually took classes with David Letterman? You were actually like in David Letterman's classes? Yeah, yeah. Dave and I were in several classes together, uh, played cards together oh. at times. Um, was, was he a jerk back then too? I I'm still hoping to get him on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had him on last week and. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I missed that. He was dressed as Barbie. <laughs> I, I didn't even see the, re- the resemblance. Okay. <laughs> I had a teacher that I just remember from the uh, seventh grade. And um, at the time, I was a, a rather uh, short, fat kid. And the Adams family was the hit on TV. Mm. And this teacher took to calling me in front of the entire class, called me Pugsley, oh which if that happened today, I could have sued her for a bundle, but she called me Pugsley, which I, to this day, I still hate that. Well, <laughs> should have bought your dad a pipe wrench for Christmas and told him about it. <laughs> when I was in college, my first year in college, I actually wore, it was, you know, in the, in the 80s, and I wore a feather earring. And I had a professor who called me Pocahontas oh. the whole the whole semester. Wow, you should have tried to get into Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> Warren, nice to meet you. Yes. <laughs> oh my, yeah. So uh, that that's been the fun part of this podcast has just been talking about nothing and also meeting some some cool people along the way. And uh, I've had some contacts uh from folks all over the u.s all all over the world i've got uh uh 23 different nations represented in my listening audience wow uh, Wow. 
43 states in the District of Columbia, and uh, uh, it's been interesting uh, figuring that, as you guys say, as you open your podcast, that it's, you know, for people who don't know how to download a podcast, that's not bad. And I think they did it accidentally is how they found me, but nonetheless, I'll, I'll accept it as a download. And with the whole storyline, I mean, just last week, I had some, I told Dale earlier, I had somebody contact me and, well, I was talking to them and they said, uh, so will you ever put your, your stories on cassette? So, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but we're working, we're working on vinyl. Kind of audience I'm working with, you know, yeah. so. Yeah, get them on 8-track, they'll appreciate that even yeah, more. Yeah, well, I, if I can, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Leave your address at the door. I got I got a question here, and this is probably important for a lot of people in our audience. Have you found since you've started reminiscing like this that your memory has improved? I mean, have you told a story and then remembered three or four other stories that kind of connect to that that you had totally forgotten? That's a great observation. I don't know if that's what you guys have experienced. I certainly have. It uh, it one story. In fact, I have to keep a uh, some paper next to my efforts in scripting it because I'll come up with three or four different things. And uh, sometimes they're far afield. Sometimes it turns out they were actually episodes on Brady Bunch and I was just make, living my life through them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it, there were uh, most of the time it's, it's, I don't know that I'm any sharper. I just don't think I'm losing it as fast. Hmm. That's uh, that's probably because uh, Dale's been worried about his memory. He's been taken to eating jellyfish. Because he's heard that that's good for your memory, but he's forgotten why he thinks that. Well, I mixed them with peanut butter because peanut butter and jellyfish <laughs> is very yeah. good. And very I bought that other stuff, I think, that Prevagen stuff, but I can't remember to take it. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a jellyfish. You don't forget a jellyfish. <laughs> yeah, it goes down smooth, though. What's the biggest thing you've noticed? Being a baby boomer, being in your 70s, what's the biggest change that you have noticed? Oh, well. Um to be honest, Dale, I've tried to stay away from change. I, I think there are plenty of podcasts that are out there that are are talking about the change and talking about the difference and that kind of stuff. And I just almost kind of, and that's, I think, the lane that I'm in with my podcast is I just go back there and sit there for a half hour or so. And, uh, but as far as obs observance, um, nobody can take a joke anymore. I don't even know how you guys are on. Uh, we don't care. We really do not care. <laughs> we will mock anybody at any time. Come and find us. We don't care. We've been, we're, we're the podcast that um, we're not here to make friends. And that's been our other tagline since the beginning. Well, we I see. It's also friends. why you're in three different places. They can't yeah. get you in one spray. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. We have been yeah. in the same place. You've heard our episodes that we've been in the, oh, sure. the oh, Tiki yeah. Bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do like once every year or so we all get together and and but hang out. But that's not announced this... ahead of time. It's a very no. Secret. It's a big no. secret. No. Well, we you know, we don't want to know where we are. The paparazzi is just too much. Yeah. Oh, but... that too. Yeah. yeah. Those Polaroid. Those folks with the Polaroids are something else. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't, we can't tour Mexico because we can't afford the security. We're we're, we're number one in Mexico. I don't we're know number one in in humorous uh, American podcasts for seniors or whatever the category is in Mexico. But if I I won't doubt you, so I'm assuming you're right. Well, yeah, we, we wouldn't make it up unless it really really helped us. Really? And... <laughs> oh my. 
Uh, what? I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Dale. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I really couldn't remember what I was going to say. I do. I remember there, something. Carolyn remembers. Yeah. So how many kids do you have? And do you oh, have grandchildren? Thank and what you. do they think of your podcast? It's a three-part question. Okay. Okay. Remind me. Wait, what's for, oh, how many yeah, kids? I've got three kids. Three kids. Um, uh, they The oldest one is 50 now. And wow. uh, then I've got them all the way down to uh, my youngest one. I think it's 35. I'm not sure. I remember he was born. I just don't remember what year. And uh, he is the one that brought us to uh, brought us to Georgia to retire. Uh, he's he's lives in this area with his wife and uh, four kids. Uh, my oldest has two. My daughter, who was really, as I say in the podcast, she was the muse for all this. Uh, she it lives in Anaheim area. She's a, a nurse and uh, a midwife, and uh, she's got three of her own. And so I've got nine grandkids, and uh, that's fun. And that was really part of her push. She said uh, she had to grow up listening to all those tales, and she said, "My my kids have to face it the same." <laughs> so, so in the course of so she gave me originally gave me a a, a journal to start writing in. This was in two thousand seven, and I just couldn't do it. So you got nine grandkids? Yes, sir. And a better memory than the president. <laughs> He's ten years younger than the president. <laughs> Give him ten years. <laughs> well, oh, oh, I got. You. <laughs> Sorry, that took me a minute. Yeah. Yep. Good point. Good point. Well, Marty, this has been uh, unfortunately running out of time, but this has been a uh, wonderful conversation. Where can people go for our listeners to listen to your podcast after? After, of course, that. they listen yes, to okay. ours. It's um, The Primrose Chronicles. If you go there, you can Google that and find it on Amazon or Spotify or, or Amazon. What did I say? Amazon, Apple, any of those. Yeah, the actual website is theprimrosechronicles.buzzsprout.com. Uh, and that's where the archives are, where all 53 or whatever are. And uh, that's they can find that. There's a Facebook page, The Primrose Chronicles. And uh, so that's where folks find me when they find me okay and the primrose chronicles and again for all you boomers marty just talks about stuff that happened to him when he was growing up the best that he can remember <laughs> and and he doesn't he doesn't make fun of anybody doesn't ridicule anybody he's very nice oh. so if you're looking for a nice podcast that's it you this also should isn't. get sponsored by nature's way evening primrose oil you should reach out to them and have Ooh. them sponsor you I, if, if I were using it, I might talk to him first, but I don't know which would come first, but that's a great idea, Carolyn. Thank you. You tell them you've been using it. Uh -huh. They're not going to check your hot. I'm digging through the trash gloves. here at the retirement center looking for empty bottles. To yeah, prove it. there you go. <laughs> yeah, most people our age don't use the primrose oil. We just use jerkins. <laughs> you we can don't. buy a bottle for four dollars and 92 cents buy six bottles spill them out if you have to it's how you get a sponsor babe all right there you go <laughs> just an and idea no, and if you, you don't do it we're going to do it next week else on this meet on this call carolyn thank you you're welcome so I trust that you're going to tell all of your uh, all of your listeners all about another day above ground and we would sure appreciate that yeah, you've already been mentioned a couple of times, and but definitely now that uh, I've hit the big time with being on with y'all, I will make sure they know that uh, you're you're to be listened to week in and week out. 
This is the big time. This is like getting a ticket to a Taylor Swift concert, man. Everybody wants in. So that's uh, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's your grandchild. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Thank you so much for joining us here on another day above ground. And we hope to talk to you again. And we're going to listen to the Primrose Chronicles. Thanks so much, Marty. Thank you so much. Well, as you know by now, the sound of that bell means it's game time here at Another Day Above Ground, where we've been playing every week the game Boom Again, the greatest game for baby boomers ever made. And it's uh, it's kind of like a little bit uh, Trivial Pursuit and a little bit... Um something else (laughs) but all the questions are related to baby boomers and uh, we're going to tell you the three questions we asked last week and then we're going to ask and give those answers and we're going to give you three new questions when we do i want you to write them down i want you to send in the answers where would they send them carolyn another day above ground show at gmail.com just send us an email there and we check it every day and if you get them all right We'll send you a game. There you go. And if you if you don't get them all right, and you say, oh, geez, I still really want that game, what could they do? You can go to boomagain.com, the name of the game, and buy yourself a game. And at checkout, there will be a box for a promo code. Use the promo code 10ADAG, and you'll get 10% off your game. That's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. All right, here's our questions from last week. See if you remember or know the answers. In class, when you sat down at your desk, where did you put your books? I put inside the desk. The top of the desk opened up, and there was a space inside the desk. All right, that's one place. My desk had a hole underneath the seat that you could stick the books into. And I remember that well, because one time I wondered what it would look like if I put my head inside there. (laughs) And the nun, because the ears, it was big enough to go in, but then my ears caught on the way out. The nun had to actually help me pull my head out of the desk. So (laughs) I'll never forget that. Could have been worse. It could have been a toilet. <laughs> wow. uh, all right. Uh, here's our next, second question. Name the uh, the Korean leader of the Unification Church who staged mass weddings every year. There were weddings with hundreds of people that he had every year. Who was the leader of the Unification Church? Sun, young, moon. Everybody knows one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Reverend Sun Young Sun Young Moon. So uh, he was the uh, he was the guy. And spelling doesn't count on that answer, by the way, because nobody knows how to spell Myung. I remember <laughs> when that was all happening. I lived in New York City, and there was a giant mass Mooney wedding in Central Park. Yep. Really? And I actually went. Yeah, I actually went and walked around and thought all those people were insane then but i didn't realize it was because they were getting married not because they were following this guy wow all right and our third there you go so didn't you hop in and see if there was any guy standing around who didn't have a partner <laughs> you know what i would have had better odds there than i have now so I should have. <laughs> kind of like musical kind of like musical matrimony huh exactly the, the world's biggest key party when the music stops say i do All right, our third question last week, the classic uh, ad for Alka-Seltzer. 
An Italian wife serves up a great meal. Why does the husband say he needs an Elka-Seltzer? Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Spicy meatball, which you don't see that commercial anymore because, of course, it wouldn't be politically correct, but that's, uh, that's what it was. All right, here's this week's three questions. Get your pencils and papers ready. We're gonna, first one's going to be from TV on Gunsmoke. I used to love Gunsmoke. I still watch the reruns. Marshall Dillon's deputy was replaced by another sidekick. Who were the two people's character names? The deputy and who was the sidekick who replaced him? You need the deputy? Need the deputy? Who was oh, the, the original, first, the original. The original, original deputy. Sidekick. What was his okay. character name? And <clears throat> the, when he left, who was the sidekick who replaced him? Because we know the marshal's name, right? We know Marshall Dillon, yes. I think he's uh, father of uh, Matt Dillon. I'm not really sure. Okay, second question. <laughs> uh, where am I looking? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I've confused myself. But I'll, I'll unconfuse myself. Second question is, what was Steve Martin's mock apology phrase? Steve Martin had a mock apology phrase that he used all the time when either a joke didn't go or something went wrong. So that's the, uh, that's the last one. And our third one, which is from the Dick Van Dyke Show. Remember Buddy Sorrell, who was the, uh, the gag writer for, for Dick Van Dyke Show. And he worked for Rob Petrie, who had a wife, and he had a wife named Pickles. Buddy had a wife named Pickles. Name the actor who played Buddy Sorrell on the Dick Van Dyke Show. Hmm. Who was he? Those are our three questions. If you can answer them, send them in. You'll win yourself a free copy of Boom Again, the best uh, game, uh, board game is what I wanted to say, board game for baby boomers. That being said, it is time to close out and say goodbye on this episode. Carolyn, do you have any final words for the folks? No. <laughs> Very good. Terse, to succinct. One final nice. word. That's all she had. Yeah. You can go to it was like in the silent movie when the only word was uttered by Marcel Marceau, who said no. <laughs> Tim, any final words? Uh, it's just uh, my website as well, timslegel.com. And I encourage you to go to daleurban.com where you can sign up for free for the Friday Funnies. I'll make you laugh in your email every Friday. And, of course, visit our website, anotherdayaboveground.com, where you can read about us, you can see things that, we, uh, that we're currently doing, and it's, it's just a fun... And you can leave us a note if you'd like to contact us. That being said, that's it for today's show. Now I want you to go out and enjoy the rest of the day because today is... Another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening. <laughs>